0: Hello, and you're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. And right now you're listening to Herman even and Paul Moore. I'm Paul. He's Herman. <laughs> As it goes, listen, the program is What They Didn't Do. It's a continuation of our conversation on the temptation of the fall of man. I'm feeling just a little under motivated here. Why exactly
1: do we want to discuss this? if you don't know the issues that were going on in the garden of eden in genesis 3 1 through 6 you're not going to know why your me is flashing today it's that central it's that core it's that much of importance to us if we don't pay attention to what happened there you're not going to know why your me is flashing. maybe you ought to <laughs> pray for us lord thank you so much that you have provided this clear information we can know why our me is flashing we can know why we are doing the things that we're doing today because you have given the evidence for it. I pray that we can learn from it, apply it to our lives, and let you change us to be more like you. In your precious name, amen. Amen. Okay, so Herman, I've got my Bible open
0: to Genesis 3, and I'm starting right there at the temptation of the fall of man. Now, last time we were talking, you said, Paul, it matters because anytime I start making things about me, I need to go back and reference it to this. There's four individuals. Only
1: you phrased it different. You said what they didn't do. In the passage that we're looking at, Genesis 3, 1 through 6. We cover it in chapter 5, the third section of chapter 5, The Problem Started in the in the Garden. Okay, that's the video material. That's the video material. If you go to Great Relationships, gr8relationships.com, go to chapter 5 and look for the section titled The Problem Started in the Garden. Okay, now class, open your Bibles to Genesis 3. <laughs> right. Sorry, wanted to be sure and, we had the right chapters. And just to do that before I read the passage. Passage again. What we're talking about in that particular section is the fact of we do pay attention to what they did do, but we also need to pay attention to what they didn't do. I think it's very insightful to pay attention to what they didn't do. So keep that in your mind as I read the passage again. Genesis 3 1 through 6. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree desirable to make one wise she took of its fruit and ate she also gave to her husband with her and he ate now those issues are so interesting to me might not be interesting to you (laughs) but it's so interesting to me to sit down and study it from the viewpoint of what they didn't do for instance we covered this last week here is what the serpent didn't do He didn't tell her to eat the fruit. Notice that. It doesn't follow the Flip Wilson mindset of the 60s. The devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. She can't use that as an excuse. The devil made me do it. He didn't even tell her to go eat it. He just presented it as an opportunity. And it's the same strategy that he's using against us today. Did Did God really say that? No, come on. He didn't mean it that way. When God says that husbands are to love their wives... He doesn't really mean it in every situation, because this is one of those situations you don't have to do it. (laughs) That's, That's how we look at God's word some of the time. You know, my Bible does, in fact, have an appendix. It's all the exception clauses. That's right. That's how we think about this. And not only did Satan not tell her to eat it, he didn't offer the fruit to her. He didn't pick the fruit for her. He didn't put the fruit to her lips. He didn't force her to eat the fruit. That's really important for us to keep that in our mind. Why is that so important? Cuz she chose to sin. Satan doesn't make us sin. He just creates the opportunity for us to sin and we choose it. That's the reason why it's very easy to say we sin all we want. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. That ought to
0: be a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that really ought to be. We sin all we want because we're choosing to do it. It's not we're not being made to do it. We're just plugged into the wrong power source. It's a sad thing, but it's so true. It's unfortunately very true. So what we can consider here is moving on to the next one. Let's look at what Eve did and did not do. Well, if you just read the passage, you can see that she definitely had a conversation with a serpent and she depended upon her view of God's command. Now, that's that's a very interesting one for you to consider here, because when we Take Eve to task on the fact that she didn't quote the command correctly, that should bring into our mind some things to consider. One, most importantly in my mind, is if you go back and look at chapter two, you'll see that the command was not given to Adam and Eve. It was given to Adam. That's a very important thought. That may mean that she did not learn it correctly from Adam. Adam may have misspoke it to her There's a variety of things that we can only speculate on but it's really important for us to consider here It was Adams Command given to him. It's probable that Adam was expected to teach it to her because she wasn't even created when he received that command. That's a very important issue for us to consider here. So she misquoted the command. She did believe the servant's claims, apparently. Here's some implied questions that she was apparently answering. She was probably asking herself, will I still live if I eat that? And she had to have affirmed that, yes. She probably asked herself, will my eyes really be opened? And she had to go, yes. Uh, Will I be like God, knowing good and evil? Bound to have said yes. Uh, Will I know something I don't know now? Bound to have said yes. And then the unfortunate one that she probably was saying a very loud yes to was the very thing that Satan really wanted her to believe and accept. Here's the question. Is God being unfair to us, keeping something from us? She's bound to have said yes, because when she considered, verse 6, When she considered, when she looked at, when she took into into account, looking at that fruit, that it was pleasant to the eyes, it was good for food, it could make her wise. She took, she ate, she gave to her husband, who also ate. (laughs) 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 And and notice how I sped all that up. I did. It's because that's, that's... Almost the way it feels when it you read, goes read like the passage. normal
0: speed and then it kind of slows
1: down and then <sniffs> that's exactly right. It it, it it just it just so quickly, so quickly it happens in those first few, few little sentences there. You have five verses talking about some very specific conversational issues. Then she took she she thought about it and then boom, sin happened. That's that's the way it typically happens in our life, too. We entertain what god is saying that isn't good for us and we start listening to well actually this could be good for me this could be good and and you bingo you're right into it herman i know
0: we want to talk about what they didn't do that's the focus here right because a lot of sunday sermons are preached on what they did do and we're looking at what they didn't but you said something i wanted to camp out on why when i'm watching tv or listening to the radio i'm around people why don't I ask myself, why am I listening to you?
1: Yeah, very good. Where is this going to take me? Yeah, it, we, it goes back to that concept of who is our who said so, right? You know, we have a tendency to give people credibility that really shouldn't be tickling our ears or even coming into our ears. But I we give shouldn't even be 15 listening to some of minutes, a
0: half hour, you know, quiet time in the morning. And then I listen to junk for 18 hours.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who wins? Yeah.
0: So you said this material is in Chapter 5 at the website, greatrelationships.com, grnumeral and it's in Chapter 3 of Genesis where we're at. Before we go, I want to invite you to drop us a line at Great Relationships, P.O. Box 51836. That's Post Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now.
2: Great definitions for great relationship. God's complementary designs. Men and women are created equal in value, but different in design and role. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships right now.
3: You know how you're always praying for a sign from God that you're meant to go to seminary? This is your sign. Seriously, I'm here to tell you about Grace. Grace School of Theology. It's free grace based. The professors are world class. It's accredited, accessible, attainable, and oh yes, it's affordable. You can even complete your entire degree online, which means you don't have to move. Wouldn't it be great to have a deeper knowledge of the word of God? Write this down, www.gsot.edu, gsot.edu, or call, 877-476-8674. 877-476-8674. Now get
0: going. And we're back. You're listening to Great Relationships. If you missed just before the break, the summary of A Block was...
1: Well, she looked at the fruit, she considered it, then she took, she ate, she gave your her resume, and we're late. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think, you know, I'm sorry, we can't leave audio messages at the website or something. You know, yeah. we give a prize to whoever did the best version of that. Before the break, we were talking... Who am I listening to?
1: Why am I doing that? Let's go back to Eve at this point in time. We looked at what she did do, but let's look at the things she did not do, because that is where we can get some tremendous learning from it. We saw that she did ask some questions and she answered them in the affirmative. Basically, is God hiding something from me? That's what Satan's saying. He must be. Therefore, I better eat that fruit. That's literally how you want to consider that. But here's some things. Let's consider this. Eve did not question whether what she was doing could be wrong. She didn't question that because she it says specifically she considered that it was good for good for food. Pleasant to the eyes could make her wise. So she took she ate. She gave to her husband also. Ate. You know, that's that's the way it worked. Uh, she didn't question her understanding of the serpent's claims either. She didn't she didn't go. I wonder if he is saying something that's true. Worse yet. She didn't ask Adam or God if the serpent's claims are correct. Isn't that interesting? Just think about that. Now, you can get into the concept, well, Adam was there with her, and he, we'll talk about that in a, minute, in a bit.
0: But you make me think of this movie, you know, the invention of lying, and what concerns me with that is the serpent didn't lie.
1: No, he didn't. For the most part, he, he took exactly what was there and made it appear to be something that was more truthful than it was i I'm, I'm, i always have a difficult time with somebody saying it wasn't a lie because the way i believe if, if you throw a, a a a piece of a grain of sand into uh, some clear water it's now dirty water uh, i i i, I kind of struggle with that statement of did he lie or did he not i i there's there you can come at that both ways i have a tendency to lean more toward he did lie if you're one degree out yeah. you're out yeah that's yeah. right so uh that that is a fun thing to talk about though I, I appreciate that. So the fourth thing that she did not do, she didn't check with God to be clear about His command. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I may be saying that incorrectly. God, how, how was that? Or she didn't check with Adam about uh, the command. Have, have I stated that correctly? Is that is that correct? Uh, fifth thing, she didn't ask God or Adam about the serpent's questions. Well, here's the serpent's giving me, asking me this question. Is, is this correct? How, how would you answer that? How would she didn't do that? And then finally, she didn't check with Adam before eating, eating or God. Obviously, she didn't check with before eating. Adam. Is this OK? I'm, I, I, I've picked the fruit. Is it OK that I go ahead and eat this? And we don't even know if Adam was there or not. I mean, there's some pretty strong indication that he that he probably was. But uh, those are some very important things. Those six items, and you could probably come up with more. Those are six items that we really need to pay attention to. She didn't question whether it could be wrong. She didn't question her understanding of the serpent's claims. She didn't ask Adam or God if the serpent's claims are correct. She didn't check with God to be clear about his command. She didn't ask God or Adam about the serpent's questions. And she didn't check with Adam before eating very important stuff to consider here
0: well this is gonna sound terrible but you're always saying ask a better question clearly satan asked a better question because he led her right into that's
1: right. And deceived. And she didn't turn around and question any of its validity. No, she didn't. And that's the same issue. Let's not get onto to her. Let's look at our own lives. We're doing the same thing. We're basically looking at our life and we're saying something like, did God really say that? You know, maybe maybe he didn't say it that way. Maybe what I'm thinking is the smart way to go. This is uh, it. Probably is It's probably the smart way to go. And you don't sit down and pray about it. You don't even t- go into God's word to search it out. You don't but do I've any heard of that you stuff.
0: say there is no gray. Everything's black and white.
1: Yeah, that's a big, big, big program. We need to have that program at some point in time. <laughs> but I'm certainly not going to take the bait on that one. <laughs> You're rats! I tried. I'm not going to go into that one right now at all. So here's some additional scriptures about Eve that we want to pay attention to to show that she did not do what was right obviously we all know that but let's just uh throw the scriptures in here genesis three thirteen, the woman said the serpent deceived me and i ate so that's a very important issue that the serpent deceived me second uh, corinthians eleven three 3 says This is Paul talking, but I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. That's what's happening to us. He is giving us a direct link to what happened in the garden is what's happening today. When you are allowing yourself to be deceived from the simplicity of what Christ's relationship with you is and what he's done for us, we end up turning into this complex mess. Well, it's it's simplicity. It's what God has done for us. Don't don't believe anything else. So as a friend
0: of mine would say, There it is, there's the point. Yeah. So Satan's in Eve's air saying, Did God really say that's
1: right. The Judaizers
0: were saying did the law did God really
1: say right it's all the same strategy isn't it she was deceived we are deceived First Timothy two fourteen. and Adam was not deceived but the woman being deceived fell into transgression let's cover that passage in, in a little bit I hope uh, I hope we remember to talk about that with Adam when it comes up that because this is a very very important scripture in my mind toward men and adam was not deceived but the woman being deceived fell into transgression and then finally uh, the final scripture is genesis three seventeen because you have heeded you have listened to, to your wife that means that there is some sort of persuasion that must have gone on that's the implied conversation that she had with adam before the eating occurred because otherwise god would not say that because you have heeded listen to your wife that means that there had to be a conversation. So those are some interesting things. Additionally, to think about Eve, the biggest issue, she was deceived by the serpent, believing a lie. And that is not where we want to be as Christians, as believers. So let's launch into, well, I always like to throw this out, and this would be fun if we had the radio audience to be able to respond immediately back to her. But let me ask this question. Why did Satan pick her rather than Adam? What do you think about that? Why do you think uh, that happened, Paul? Because she's relational. She's relational. Okay. Why do you think she started talking to Satan? Because she's relational. It's her design. Okay. Do you think she talked with Adam before she ate? No, I don't. Okay. And why do you think Adam did not say anything? That's troublesome if he was there. Yeah, it's very troublesome. Eve I did that because she understood
0: she had the freedom.
1: Yeah. Here's here's the reason why I do this in a, in live teaching of this is it tends to drive a lot of speculation on what went, what went on in in the garden of eden and that's always difficult when we do that with god's word we are taking our guesses about what might have happened there there's some the way you answer the questions aren't guesses i think those are those are pretty strong implications rather than guesses yeah she's relational she would have a tendency to do that but well what, that's but after what it,
0: years of having my hand slapped because i had all kinds of <laughs> opinions and yeah. assumptions
1: what what too often happens we take a look at that those six verses and we have all sorts of speculation and guesses and opinions on what is going on there that's that isn't the way it works god's word speaks to us we don't speak to God's word. That is the actual words of God saying something to me. It's not me trying to tell God's word what it says.
0: That's only sometimes, right? That's in the ex- exceptions <laughs> appendix in my Bible.
1: No, it's not, because God is our who said so. He's wanting us to pay attention to His the truth. He's wanting to pay attention to what's going on. So the question that I'd ask any women out there, I'd be saying, women, are you trusting something or someone other than God right now because God is saying please don't do that that's gonna lead you off in the wrong direction that includes myself that includes just women right now because I'm gonna ask no the no same no question. but
0: I mean women if I'm trusting on something else other than God which includes
1: that I need to do it myself oh rather yes than yes absolutely so we will uh, we'll need to jump in and talk about Adam here shortly.
0: Okay. We'll be back right after this. Again, the website is greatrelationships.com. That's numeral 8 relationshipscom Chapter 3 in Genesis, Chapter 5 in the videos. We'll be back right after this.
2: Quotes for great relationships. That woman was taken from man no more implies the inferiority of woman to man than the taking of man from the ground implies the inferiority of man to the ground. Nor does the term helper connote subordination. Dr. Eugene Merrill. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships right now.
4: Relationships can be great, and not just marriages or romantic relationships, all relationships. The Bible offers the same solution to what is essentially the same problem. What is the problem, and what is the solution? Study along with us to find out. Great Relationships is a video course offering biblically-based insight on relationships. In each video, watch Herman tame tough issues by discussing them in a casual online learning environment each of great relationships 12 chapters are subdivided into quick segments you could squeeze into a coffee break so if you've had time to listen to this promotion you have the time to sign up and start today visit our website at greatrelationships.com that's gr numeral eight relationships.com to sign up for our free newsletter pursuing the best in work in life in love right thinking right relationships right now
0: Listening to great relationships. Thank you for coming back, Herman. Before the break, we were talking about what they did and
1: didn't do. We've covered the serpent, we've covered Eve, but Adam kind of did and didn't. Oh man, he's got some big ones here, and we have so much material on this. Please go to the website. I'm just going to gloss over some of it. Please go to the website and see some of the issues in chapter 5, Great Relationships, GR, the number 8, relationships.com. Adam, what Adam did, he actually obeyed Eve, and we can see that in Genesis 3.17. He ignored God's command and his word because the command was given to him, and therefore what's really important. We saw the verses a little bit earlier that in uh, 1 Timothy 2:14, that Adam was not deceived, but Eve was. Why? why is that why is that such an important issue for me because adam had the command given directly to him from god he knew what was right so if he actually was standing there with her that's really bad and if there was anything that he didn't teach her or didn't say to her that's even worse and then finally when she picked the fruit and gave it to him if he didn't say anything to her about it that that's just very troubling i'll just use that not mild word very troubling I take it that Adam was much more of the problem here than Eve was. And Eve gets the bad rap in my mind. Eve really gets the bad rap. You and I have done this in, in Africa. They hold Eve as the problem. That's the reason why they look at women in such a negative light. So Adam did not tell Eve what she had done was wrong. Uh, didn't talk to God about what Eve had done was wrong and didn't talk to God about what he was about to do. There's just so many interesting things to consider. And he didn't stop the bus. He could have said, I'm not going to eat that. Nope. Because God has said, let's talk to God to see if there's a way that we can back this up. And even if he failed to instruct her, that would have been a great
0: learning point to say, you know what? God told me.
1: That's exactly right. So those there is so much there. And and I'd love to love to have you uh, go through. Was Adam present or not? There's some things in the uh, in the study guide you can see on that. Was he present or not? That's, that's a, a good and interesting uh, consideration And here. you
0: brought that up because not only... Please, please, please check out the material in Chapter 5. Mm-hmm. It's huge at greatrelationships.com, but also the study guide, which you can download. It has even more stuff to help right. you dig
1: deeper. So we can see that what they did not do was absolutely mind-blowing in so many regards. We only pay attention to what they did do. Let's look at God, the fourth, fourth being in this particular circumstance. Uh, God allowed Eve to talk to Satan. Isn't that interesting? That's exactly what's going on in our life, which is a proof of freedom being built into us. We are free to to choose to do bad we all know that but we need to emphasize that we need to understand that we have this freedom god is not making me do anything that is a program in itself i'm taking note okay so that's all chapter eight by the way uh so he allowed eve to talk to satan he allowed eve to be deceived he didn't go oops i'm not going to cause that to happen he allowed eve to choose the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of life and in verses seven through eight seven through fourteen if you read that He allowed them to seek. He even sought after them when they sinned. He maintained a relationship with them. He showed mercy and love by providing a solution to their sin. And he showed justice by initiating consequences. There's I mean, there's some really cool things. And here's one thing that I love to state. Later, he shut the gate to the garden and opened the door to heaven. That is a situation where he said, I'm not going to let them go back in to live in a, an eternally sinful state to eat the tree of life. I'm going to close off the gate and I'm going to provide a solution so that they can live with me forever in if they follow the way that I want them to live. So that's a uh, I, I love the way that uh, that that stated shut the gate to the garden and open the door to heaven,
0: open a gate, meaning a choice. Mm-hmm. There's freedom even in that.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. And here's what God did not do. He didn't stop the temptation. He didn't stop them from sinning. That's an amazing thought right there, isn't it? He didn't stop them from sinning, just like he doesn't stop us from sinning. He provides a solution, but he doesn't prevent us from going in that direction because it gives him more glory when we say, oh, that was sin. I agree with you, God, that was sin. Uh, He didn't tell them that they could have a second chance. Oh, okay. hold on. I was just kidding. You know, (laughs) I didn't really mean it. No, because he's a God of justice. He didn't ignore the consequences that he had stated, and he didn't disown them or say he was going to create some better people. Okay, you're out of here. I'm going to create some better people. He didn't say any of that. And then there's so many additional things that we could talk about here as it relates to how Adam and Eve were before sin and how they were after sin. Those are some issues that you can see in the study guide and on, on the videos online. Look at the elements of before sin and after sin. For instance, one is before sin, they honored God. They were obedient after sin, we will dishonor God. Now it's a common problem. That was a one-time situation before, and now it's just a common problem for us. Herman, and what remains one thing? One thing. Are you trusting God, or are you trusting something other than God? Because what Adam did and what Eve did, they trusted themselves, and look where it got them, and look where it got us. (laughs)
0: Thank you. You know, when you're talking about that, bless God that he didn't wipe us off for the mistake. Really, check out Chapter 5 on the web. That's greatrelationship.com, grnumeralaterelationships.com. So, hon, how many of the family are coming over this time? Looks like we'll have a full house again. What are we having? Same as always, turkey and stressing.
2: Stressing? What causes the stress?
0: Have you not been at the last few family get-togethers? Can't you tell it's always more stressful? The more family you add to the equation, the more stressful it gets. I'm a grown adult and I feel like I've turned back the clock and I'm in grade school again when mom arrives.
2: (laughs) That's funny you should say that. I feel exactly the opposite. Like I'm the only adult
0: in a room full of kids. There must be a better way, a way where we all seek each other's best and enjoy our family time. By the way, when we have family gatherings, I'm worried that you could actually think you ever act like an adult.
4: Don't be a turkey. Join Herman and Paul for their next show to learn how to take the stressing out of family relationships.